good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Surviving Dystopia with DJ Cooper. That'd be me. Uh, driving through traffic in a very miserable day. Uh, the weather has been bipolar today. It has no idea what it wants to do, but it is nasty. Um, <clears throat> can't decide if it wants to rain or drop little ice balls on us or snow. Um, it was snowing a little bit ago and now it's turned to, I think it's rain. Um, it's supposed to get really cold tonight, and uh, it's supposed to drop down. And uh, something that uh, I was thinking about today on my way in, I just wanted to make a little note of, was uh, the people, I don't know what it is, a raindrop falls, a snowflake falls, and everybody loses their mind. Anybody else notice this? I mean, I'm in the Midwest, you know, we know I live around the Cincinnati area, and um, these people lose their mind. And then you got that guy, the guy in front of me who just cut me off right now. He is that guy. That guy is the guy that's causing the accidents all over town. He, you know, cuts everybody off and then slams on his brakes. It's a little bit slick um, just because of, I think, like the rain. And it is cold. It's uh, 33 degrees, so it's just barely above freezing. So I think that there might be a few icy spots. You know, but when you're, you're driving and all you see is a sea of red ahead of you on the highway, you know that you ain't getting anywhere any too fast. And so driving like that guy, that's just not cool. That's just not cool at all. But, um, you know, I'm just uh, coming to you from my car. We know I do this right now. And, uh, hey, it works for me. It's, uh, I'm multitasking. I am uh, taking care of, of getting the, the uh, podcasts out there. You know, but it's amazing because sometimes while I'm driving, you know, I'll be thinking, what am I going to talk about today? Because we all know these little mini 30-minute podcasts all are fly by the seat of my pants. Incidentally, that's how I write is, is by the seat of my pants. You know, I don't even know how the book ends until I get there. And, um, you know, these, these podcasts are the same, same way. You know, I don't, I don't know how it's going to end. And sometimes I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. But I... I like to, I don't know, just kind of share thoughts and things. They're not like really in-depth. Like a lot of people put out some really in-depth podcasts, but I'm not really looking to put some in-depth stuff out there um, with these shorter podcasts. More the goal is to get you thinking, to get you thinking about preparedness, to get you thinking about survival, to get you thinking about taking care of the things that you need to take care of. It's not so much that I'm trying to tell you how to do it, but that I'm trying to have a little chat and say, hey, what did we do today? You know, what did we do today to remind us of our preparedness needs? What, you know, what kind of things crossed our path? You know, today what crossed my path is a whole lot of traffic. But in all honesty, it was, you know, it was, it was a good day. Uh, Work my butt off. I'll tell you what, I am exhausted. It's been like the past three days. We know I had to work Sunday. I posted the you know, the, um, the podcast out there for Sunday, I had to work on Sunday because we had a deadline on this house that had to be done. And, um, we did it, you know, we got it done, just finished it up the last of it today. Cause when we're done, I do the final clean on it as well. And, um, you know, we finally, we got it all cleaned and it's beautiful and it's pretty. And if you're on Facebook and you look up wicked good services, you'll be able to see the house we just finished. Uh, I don't know, tomorrow, maybe later on tonight. 
because I'm going to uh, go ahead and post the picture start to finish on the Facebook page for Wicked Good Services, which is who we are. So I'm pretty um, uh, pretty tickled that that is done, and I might even take the day off tomorrow. I'm seriously considering it because my body is killing me. I am worn out. Um, and I, uh, I didn't get Sunday off, so hey, I deserve a Wednesday off or something like that. But um, yeah, we got it done, so I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. But something that um, I think about sometimes when I think about these things like deadlines and, and things like that is um, kind of some of the things that I want to chat about today. Um, but first, let's get into a, a, uh, a quick note of, um, you know, all the little housekeeping stuff I throw out there at the beginning of each episode. Um, of course, as always, I always tell you, go to survivingdystopia.com. All the updates and things like that, you're going to find it on there. It's getting ready to go through some transition. Usually I do work on it on the weekends when I have days off, but this weekend I didn't have days off. That's why I'm kind of thinking maybe tomorrow will be a good, a good day off. And maybe I can spend a little time uh, working on these things and, and getting these pages updated. Speaking of pages to update, uh, I'm going to update a show page, and uh, the new show is going to be coming out hopefully this week. Uh, the new show is called The House of B. Um, your host for this show is Brian Lauer. Brian uh, is an author, and uh, he also writes songs and stuff. He, um, he has written a blog post that can be read on uh, survivingdystopia.com. Already wrote about the farm. Um, Brian has a little farm. Uh, the link to it, I think it's Beachmont or uh, Beach Creek or, uh, dang, Brian, I'm sorry, I, I'm spacing out. We all know I'm driving in my car, so, I mean, maybe I have an excuse because I don't have everything right in front of me right now. But um, it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a historic farm, and they've restored the house, and they are running the farm. And they have a nice little farm store and stuff, and I'll make sure you guys get the link uh, to his farm store and stuff. But uh, Brian also is a law author. He is working right now on the third book of his um, series. It is the um, his first book was uh, I overthrew the government, and this is how I did it. And um, I think the second one was the Freedom Fighters, and the third one is the Laments of Liberty. I might have the second and third reversed. Um, but, uh, this is the, um, Liberty Chronicles is what he calls it. And, uh, you can get these on Amazon. So, um, there's no other books out there titled, I overthrew the government and this is how I did it. So it should be pretty easy to find if you just do a search for it. And, um, I read them and, and I thought they were, they were quite interesting with, uh, some very different twists and things like this to it. So I thought they were, they were pretty good books and, uh, I highly recommend the read. If anybody's feeling like uh, reading a new book or you're looking for a book to read, uh, give his book a read. I think you'll uh, I think you'll enjoy it. But anyway, Brian will be doing a, a show. Uh, it's going to start out recorded, just like the rest of the shows. Um, I believe he's going to be doing these on a likely a weekly basis. Um, we're going to double check to make sure that this is going to work for him. Uh, this is what we've been working on. And uh, I'm very excited because he has shown me an outline that he has uh, drawn up for the way that he would like his shows to go. And I'm, I'm pretty excited. He's put a lot of work and a lot of effort into it. So when we get those shows out there, please, everybody, give it a listen. Um, 
I'm so looking forward to this. I believe Brian's going to be able to bring us some some good quality information. And, um, you know, he's got a lot going on. He's got, I know he's got a couple of segments that he's planning to do in his in his book, in his uh, in his podcast. And um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to these. But I'm going to leave it out there as a surprise until we uh, get his show page up and running, which I'll be working on hopefully tomorrow. Um, a couple of other things. Uh, if you'd like to write for the blog, uh, there's a Write For Us link on the right-hand side if you're on, you know, like a laptop or something. Otherwise, you need to go to the navigation. Um, you, you, you know, you go to the tab that is Write For Us, and it outlines, you know, the, the guidelines for writing a blog post uh, and having it put on Surviving Dystopia. I'm also uh, very willing to do clickbacks, uh, you know, linkbacks to your own site if you already have a blog and you'd like to just, uh, you know, sometimes you just throw like a little excerpt in there and then when they click on it, it links back to your blog. I'd be glad to do so. Um, so if you have a blog and you'd like to have an article uh, show up on Surviving Dystopia that clickbacks to yours, I'm more than willing to do so. So do not hesitate to ask. Um, what else? A couple of other things. Uh, there's a contact tab in the navigation and uh, if you would like to talk to us about feedback if you want to give us feedback on any of the shows if you have some show ideas if there you have questions if there's something you'd like to know you'd like us to do a show on it um, you can you can do any kind of contact and on that contact button you want um, just make sure you put the reason for your contact in the subject line so that I can address it properly um, but if you'd like to be a guest on one of the shows or you would like to be a host if you have an idea for a show and you would like to host a show on Surviving Dystopia Radio Network, then you can contact us through that link. And I would be glad to, um, to talk to you about hosting a show or being a guest or writing for us. Uh, we're always looking for contributions to, um, you know, give to the readers and the listeners. Um, if you are an advertiser and you would like to seek out some advertising, remember on Surviving Dystopia blog... The um, your first 30, 30 days is free if you want to send me a spot for the radio um, programming the first 90 days is free on these because uh, I just need a break from talking so um, feel free to contact us um, as well through the contact link for that um I'm kind of sitting in traffic here. I'm navigating something <laughs> real quick. And uh, sometimes it, it throws me off of my, my, um, my talk when uh, that happens. But, uh, you know, you know how it is. Um, I'm probably going to be cussed. You know, as a matter of fact, I have a blog, a, a, a podcast from yesterday that I have to edit because some guy was being a complete idiot. And, um, yeah, that's me the chick behind the wheel cussing, yelling at him. And so I'm like, crap, I'm in the middle of this podcast. And I do this and I have to cut that out because I'm not leaving that in there because uh, it, it was not nice. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I just really don't want to throw it out there. But yeah, I, I wasn't very nice about it. And um, he, well, he deserved it, frankly. I mean, he deserved that. And more. There, there's a, there are times when I have to tell you that it is a good thing that I don't have a loudspeaker because um, I would undoubtedly be in trouble. I see more stuff in my drive. I drive over an hour each way every day. And I'll tell you what, some of the stuff I see 
would would seriously make your head spin. Uh, some of the the dumb stuff people do would make your head spin. And this leads me to part of what I wanted to talk about today, and it is the um, I, I don't I don't know how to put it, but the dumb stuff sheeple do. Um, people do some really dumb stuff, and uh, I see it every day in my drive. You know, you see the guy who is that guy, you know, the, that guy that I was talking about earlier, you know, the one who's driving like a maniac in a traffic jam, you're not going anywhere, but yet he feels the need to drive like a lunatic and he ends up causing accidents and hurting people. And this is the mentality of that guy. And this is also the mentality of the sheep and the sheeple, they do some really dumb stuff because they cannot see beyond the end of their nose. They don't think moving forward. They don't think about tomorrow. They don't think about what happens when they get stranded. Now, I used to live out in Colorado, and a blizzard came through, and people were stranded in their cars on the highway. It got so bad that they couldn't move, and they got, you know, all piled up sideways and mismatched, and then people just stuck on the highways. They couldn't, they couldn't go anywhere, and there's all this snow covering them, and, um, People had frostbite. They were freezing half to death. They had no idea what to do. They just sat in their cars and ran it until it ran out of gas and they had no heat. And, um, you know, this is why it's important. The winter months are upon us. And uh, I don't know about you, but, I mean, I have a sleeping bag in my trunk that will keep me warm. And, I mean, I have my bug out bag back there. And in it there's a candle. I mean, you're in a car. You can crack your windows. Um, there's a candle and a, believe it or not, this is kind of funny. There is a candle and a coffee can, like the metal kind of coffee can. And inside my coffee can, incidentally, is a roll of toilet paper that my little candle sits inside. Well, the candle, I have like a little, it has like a little metal. It's a short candle. It's not very big. Actually, there's three of them lined up inside the tube of the, um, of the, uh, da, 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 the toilet paper. It's just for space that I used to pack it that way. But um, on the bottom of the c- candle, there's like a little container, a little holder to hold the candle. I can put this candle with a coffee can. Now, you can't use the plastic coffee cans, I just got to say. You got to have a metal coffee can and you peel the paper off of it. Um, and see, I put the lid on the coffee can. Everything's nicely contained and I don't lose it. But the coffee can has holes in it. So I'm not going to be able to use it to hold water or anything like that because it has holes in it. And the reason for the holes in this coffee can is because, and they're all around the the whole coffee can, they're all around the whole sides of it and everything, is because you take this little candle, and it's it's not a very big candle, but it's, I mean, it's um, an emergency candle, I guess. They're, they're short. Uh, what are they called? The votives. They're actually votives. They're not the emergency candles. I do have emergency candles in my bag. But the, the toilet paper holder only holds... The toilet paper hold... The toilet paper roll inside holds three of the votives. Okay? And then I put them in the little holder that I have. Of course, I don't want to burn my car up. But you can set them underneath the coffee can. And you light the candle. And, you know, the, the container holds the wax and contains it. You can set it on your dashboard or, you know, somewhere in your car, back window, wherever it isn't going to get, you know, you aren't going to have a chance of knocking it over. This is going to provide you with an amazing amount of heat. And the reason why 
it's going to provide you with an amazing amount of heat is because it actually heats the coffee can and the air is allowed to come through the coffee can through the holes that you've made and the heat and stuff um, comes out of it but the coffee can radiates the heat you know you can also use a terracotta pot you can use that as well with a candle it works beautifully you put the candle in the terracotta pot and it heats up the pot and, the, and it radiates the heat from there I use the coffee can that's the old style way of doing it but I have this in my trunk because it's part of my winter my winter pack I always assess what I keep in my trunk in my in my bag I have like a trunk bag I guess you would call it now I have my everyday carry bag that has all the stuff in it that I carry but I also have like a trunk bag and this is stuff that I keep in my trunk all the time in the winter time I do carry water in the summertime I do carry water but I tend to carry it in and out of the car with me because if you leave it in the plastic bottles um, you know the if you have a, like a gallon I always have a gallon jug of water in the car anyway it's in you know the you buy it at the store but it um you know you use it for your if you got to have a free radio you know you keep oil water things like this in your car antifreeze but um as far as like bottled water i do keep individual bottled waters in the car on in the winter but not in the summer in the summertime i carry them with me i have a little book bag i carry around with me and they always have two or three waters in them because that's what i drink during the course of the day um but also inside this bag, you know, you have your usual get bug out bag or get home bag stuff in there. But I have different things that I keep that are in my car. And this is one of them because I have been stranded in a snowstorm in Colorado and it was cold. I always keep a blanket. I've always had a blanket in the car, but I also have a sleeping bag now. You know, just those little warm fuzzy ones that roll up into a little thing and they don't really take up much room in your trunk. Yeah, it's wonderful. I keep those in there as well, but I ha also have a sleeping bag now that I keep in there in the wintertime. And, of course, I have the candle. And I got toilet paper. You get stranded. You still got a potty, right? But another reason for the toilet paper in that coffee can, it's not a full roll because it's a small coffee can. But um, another reason for it is it could be used as fire starter. If you needed to, you're out and you, you know, you pitch your little tent. Because, of course, I have my get-home bag. It has a small pup tent in it. And then, um, you know, this would be great fire starter. Or if you got a potty, you know, you have people potty. But there are, are a couple of other items I keep in there specifically for the car. You know, besides the fact of the things that you keep in there that you might need. Jumper cables. Um, spare oil, spare antifreeze, things like this, fluids and such. Um, there's always a few tools, you know, I keep some tools in there in case you got to, you know, uh, who knows, fix something. And these new cars, like my car is a newer car, so there ain't no way I'm fixing. If it breaks down, I'm going to walk. Um, because I, I don't know that if it was a 64 Comet, which is like my original car, first car I ever had, I could fix that thing at the drop of a dime, but this thing, pfft, I don't even know what's going on in there, I can't even find the engine underneath all the gadgets and doodads that are stuffed up underneath the car, but I needed a decent car to drive the hour that I got to drive, so this is what I'm stuck with, um, I would much rather drive a nice 64 Comet, but you know, it'd get beat up and, and all that, probably wouldn't fare too well, uh, but anyway, there, there's a couple of other things that I keep in the car be it winter and summer and since we're in the winter months um, you want to make sure you keep like an ice scraper um, 
that is something. And now the, here's something that most people don't think of. You ever see those little window flags that you put on your windows like um, for football games and stuff like this are these little plastic flags? Well, I have a little plastic flag, okay, that you can put on your window. And, you know, mine is just this little plastic flag, and it says, um, what does it say on it? It says, you know, that I need help is what it says. And then um, you put it on you on the outside of your window, and it sticks up there. Or they have ones that you can, or you can make one if you have an antenna, which I do not have, so... Uh, I couldn't use like an antenna. They used to have antennas on cars. Nowadays, they don't really have them so much anymore. Uh, your antenna runs in your windshield or your back window or I don't know where it where it goes, but it ain't on the car. But uh, a lot of the cars, the newer cars nowadays, they, they don't really have an antenna. Um, but so this is why you want to use like the little window. It sits on your window and you roll your window up and it stays there and it sticks straight up. It's like a little flag. And I have that flag out there that indicates that I need help and or that I'm stranded or, you know, whatever thing. I haven't looked at it in a while. But I keep that in the car just in case, you know, I, I need some help. I always keep, additionally, I keep, um, the ones that I carry are like these little nut bars. They're, they're nuts and granola and, and stuff and they got honey and stuff in them. They're, they're pretty high, high protein and, and uh, high in calorie uh, content. I always keep some of those, or maybe you could keep some, you know, a couple of MREs or something. Make sure you always keep a little bit of food because you never know. I mean, and this is besides your get home bag. I mean, you, you should have some stuff in your get home bag to get you home, meaning food, you know, but this is like over and above. I keep the extra little bars. They just stay in my car. Now I don't necessarily keep all this stuff in one spot. My, you know, my, my coffee can and all that stuff, it's in my center console. I have a deep, it's very, very deep in here. It just kind of sits right in there. It's beautiful. It works great. My, my little nut bars, they're in the glove compartment. I have stuff strewn all over the car that, I mean, I don't want to have to get out in the blizzard to get my heat source. I may have to get out and get my sleeping bag. But, um, you know, I mean, if I'm just going to be here for a little bit of time and I want to, you know, create a heat source, I can just, I can just do that. Um, something else that you may want to think about having that I do not have in this car right now, but I always did keep it is I always had a CB radio. They're not very big these days, not much anymore, but we should make them big amongst preppers and survivalists and like-minded folks. And the reason that I believe that we should make them popular with these people is because they're not very popular anymore. And in all honesty, the only people who are going to have them is us. And if you find yourself in a situation where, you know, you need some help and you need someone to come and help you, you can get on this radio and see if there's anyone nearby because they don't really have that far of a range. Um, you do need to put an antenna on it, but, you know, you don't have to keep it hooked up all the time. You can keep this thing put away, plug it in, hook it up, they got sticky antennas that you can stick on your roof and start broadcasting and looking for a little bit of help. And I know that many, many trucks out there have CB still. Um, but, you know, with the advent of cell phones and uh, there's this new app, it's called Zello. And I know that, uh, you know, I heard uh, the Survival Podcast, TSP, 
uh, they use Zello. They have a Zello group, and I'm going to be looking into it because I think that's pretty cool. You can, it's, it's kind of like direct connect, um, but some form of communication. If your phone dies, if your, you know, your car, if it's, you don't have your car charger or whatever reason your phone dies, or maybe, you know, there is no service due to weather or something like that. You never know the reasons why. This is an over the airways. This is, does not require signal of any kind other than the one that you put out and it run, run right off your battery. So try not to kill your battery. That would be a plus. Um, you know, there's, there's a dozen, and I'm just trying to think of the things that I got back there and I haven't looked at it in so long. I don't, I don't even recall what, you know, what kind of, oh, I always have extra socks, gloves, hat. You want to keep these things in your car if you ever have to walk. I mean, you, you, of course you want them in your, you know, your, your get home bag, but I have a, a pretty basic get home bag that I augment with my car pack. And, you know, the thing is, is because I don't need to keep changing everything in my get-home bag. My get-home bag is full of mostly gear. Um, you know, it might have my P38. It might have, you know, maybe some fishing hooks and stuff in it. It might have some trash bags and a first aid kit. It might have, um, you know, any number of, of little gadgets, gadgets like my Leatherman tool is in there. You know, it, it's more my my gadget bag and I have MREs in there that I keep but then I have my car stuff that I keep in my car that I rotate often because I don't really go through my get home bag very often um, it has the same pair of socks that have been in there they're brand new never been worn my feet aren't growing they're going to be the same set those socks are going to fit me today tomorrow and two years from now so there's no reason to touch those socks I don't I don't get in there but I I do keep in the car excuse me extras um, who knows who you're going to meet, you know, maybe there's, there's somebody in their car and they're not well off. And, you know, I, I'm, I always like to have a few extra something or another so that we can help someone else out if, if, if need be. And to me, this is kind of a little bit important, but you may need two pairs of socks. Maybe your socks get wet and you need another pair. Um, this is where it comes in. I keep a pair of boots in the car. Because right now what I'm wearing that I wear to work is actually tennis shoes. Um, they're easier to get around in. They're lightweight. I don't really need steel-toed shoes. The stuff that I do really doesn't. I mean, Lord knows I drop a lot of stuff on my feet and it hurts. But um, it's, it's not like I'm going to crush my foot. So I pretty much wear tennis shoes most of the time. Makes it easy climbing up and down ladders and, and whatnot. So I keep a pair of boots in there. And I always keep an extra jacket or an extra coat. Uh, I always keep things for the weather, uh, for, you know, the time. And, um, you know, so these, these are some extra things. This is something to think about. You have your get home bag and then you have your car pack, the stuff that you keep in your car and it stays in your car and you, you probably will look at it more often. I don't necessarily keep it in a bag. Like I said, my stuff is all over the car and you have a box back there. It's just a small box. Um, that I keep the additional things in and uh, just kind of helps keep them organized. Um, like I said, I have an ice scraper and a, a snow brush and, um, you know, I have spare candles in my get-home bag, but then I have the extra ones here in the car. I have a little bit of extra food. Some, I, I do keep uh, three or four bottles of water in the trunk now that it's cold and it's probably not going to heat up and destroy that. Um, 
that's something that, you know, um, you can have, although you probably need it more in the summer because if it's a blizzard and it's snowing out, no, you do not want to drink snow. But snow falls from the sky and it's probably pretty clean. You can melt it and get yourself some palatable water. So um, this is another good reason why you might need, you know, just some extra candles. Um, this is not meant to be survival. These items are meant to keep you safe until help arrives. You have your get home bag for if you have to leave and leave your car. But these things are meant to keep you safe, you know, until help can arrive. You know, you need some kind of, of uh, signal, you know, to let people know. I also have in my trunk, this is another thing, and I know I'm closing in on the 30 minutes and I don't really want to make it much longer than 30 minutes. Um, this is another thing that I have is I have this interesting light. It's not a regular flashlight. It does have a regular flashlight on it, but it's not a regular flashlight. It also has like this light bar that flashes red and yellow and it literally will flash. You can set it in your, in your back window or in your, in your front window and you can set this thing to flash and uh, this will help alert anyone that there is someone there. So this is something, you know, that, that might be good to have. It might be uh, helpful to also have in there, um, you know, uh, some extra fire starter things. You know, there's any number of things that you deem necessary that you feel like you should put in this extra. It's over and above your get-home bag. So it's just your car pack stuff to, meant to keep you safe until help can arrive. And so having some signal information and things like that is, is always a good thing. I'm closing in. Actually, I've just passed the 30 minute mark and I do want to try to keep it at about 30 minutes because, um, I want to make these smaller, shorter ones more, uh, manageable to listen to. I want people to be able to listen to them in a shorter period of time and, and get some good information out of it. So, um, you know, there was a tent car pile up, up north uh, just a few days ago, and people were stranded on the highway for, for quite, a, quite a period of time. <coughs> it was actually on both sides of the highway. So it's, it's important to realize that things happen and you can't control them, and you may be stuck for a period of time. And you don't necessarily, I mean, it's not like it's SHTF and you want to leave your car sitting on the highway. If it's only going to be an hour or so, that you're going to be stuck in this car waiting for something to open up so that you can move and you want to take your car with you, you know, this is something you don't want to necessarily abandon the car. But if there's no help in sight and you're not exactly prepared to, to go home or you know that um, it's not, help could be on its way, you might want to give it a little bit of time and, and, and stay put and wait for help to arrive. So with that being said, uh, I just wanted to throw that out there, you know, being the, the way that I'm looking at the way that things go when you travel and stuff, especially me because I go so far um, each day that it's always good to have a little something extra hanging out in the trunk of the car, and I always do. I even have books to read. I have books back there, um, keep myself occupied. Um, I always carry, like, my tablet with me, so if I want to you know, uh, read on my tablet, I have books on my tablet, but it loses, but I have like actual paper books back there 
that I can read that, uh, you know, I don't know. I pick them up at the store. They're still there. I don't always take them out. So I, I try to leave a couple things. Don't forget the entertainment, especially if you have kids in the car. Make sure you, if you often have your kids with you, make sure you have something to keep them warm and maybe some stuff to keep them occupied because it may be a little while before help arrives. And uh, anyway, uh, stay safe out there. Uh, Y'all need to uh, remember that we're going to get there sooner or later. Do not be that guy. Uh, I just had another one of that guy, and he's, he's literally, he rode right on my tail for about five miles, and I'm, I'm two car lengths from the guy in front of me. And uh, he finally decided he wanted to zip out from, from behind me, which was great because he had his high beams in my eyes, and zip and run right in front of me. Get on over. I don't know. He's still right in front of me. It doesn't look to me like he made very much progress. We all need to learn a little patience, I guess. Um, but with the sheeple out there, and this is the point that I was wanting to get to with this, is that these people don't think. They probably don't have anything in their car. They don't think about the things. They're, they just want to go. They want to, you know, they're in, everybody's in a big hurry. And um, they, they just want to go. And they do some really stupid stuff. And unfortunately, when they do some really stupid stuff, it could land you in a pickle. Don't be the guy that is miserable, freezing, shivering, waiting for somebody to come and save him. Be the guy that's nice and warm playing cards with your kids in a nice warm car with your flag sticking up that says, hey, I need help here. And, um, you know, the goal is always to thrive, not just survive. So with that, I'd like to wish everybody a good and safe evening. If you're out driving and there's weather, please uh, be careful. It's 5 o'clock. And, uh, you know, the, the traffic is probably less than wonderful. So um, I need y'all to just be careful out there. Merry Christmas.